Well, as we know, yesterday, State Parliament rushed through legislation through the uh, the lower house at this stage to uh, increase the, the fines and a jail term for people who willfully obstruct our roads and uh, go on a, a crime spree like we saw yesterday, the graffiti splurge at the uh, Santos building in Flinders Street. Just not acceptable. Not acceptable. There is opposition to it, however. We spoke with Robert Sims from the Greens yesterday. He's certainly opposed to this legislation. I see unions today putting out a statement saying disruption is the whole point of protest. And look, it is. We, we all get that. But unions in the past have disrupted traffic. They've, they've done what they've done, but they've done it peacefully. That's all anyone ever asks. And, uh, and by disrupting traffic, a march down King William Street or whatever it might be, or a, a large protest outside uh, uh, Parliament House that might close off that part of North Terrace uh, happens occasionally. But it's never too bad. It doesn't shut down a city and gridlock a city during peak hour. So this legislation, I think we've all been looking for something to happen to try to dissuade these people. Is it the answer? Let's have a chat with Kaima, the Attorney General, who introduced the legislation or was tasked at least with uh, with going away and writing it up yesterday morning by Premier Peter Malinowskis. Uh, Attorney, good morning. Good morning, Matthew, and good morning to your listeners. All right, so there are some concerns. Unions saying disruption is the point of uh, a protest. Does this go too far? No, we don't think so. We think this strikes the right balance. And but as you outlined, this isn't about people who draw attention to a cause. And yeah, you know, I myself have been involved in rallies and demonstrations and protests, uh, often with the union movement or uh, for Black Lives Matter or in NAIDOC Week, Larry uh, rallies down. Uh, one side of King William Street. But the point that we're looking at now is what we've seen, particularly over the last few days. And I've had people come up to me uh, when I've been outside Parliament House over the last few days, and it's the first time it's ever happened, expressing concern to me. Uh, People completely disrupting the city. But more than that, we saw people dangling off a bridge, getting people, uh, releasing people from these sorts of situations puts our emergency services workers in harm's way and I just wouldn't want to be in a situation where something terrible happens because an ambulance can't get to a hospital when a road is unnecessarily blocked off. So we think this strikes the right balance. We're not introducing any new laws. Section 58 of the Summary Offences Act, obstruction of public places, it's still the offence as it has been for decades. That's still the offence in the future. But if you're doing something that so fundamentally puts other people at risk, so fundamentally disrupts this city, you'd want to think twice because the fines won't just be $750, which you can get again and again and again. You'll be looking at up to $50,000, all the possibility of a short amount of time in jail. I've seen comments from lawyers today saying anyone who steps off a footpath and uh, and blocks a road could potentially be up for this, uh, this level of uh, penalty. Is that clear enough in the legislation? I mean, could that be a risk for people who, who might, for whatever reason, decide they want to stop traffic? You know what, put very simply, uh, this has been the law for decades, since at least 1990 in the Summary Census Act, Section 58, Obstruction of Public Places, and people who haven't fallen foul of that before aren't the people that this law, the increase in fines, is targeted at. Yep, so many, uh, yep, whether they're unions, uh, environmental movements, um, issues that are um, important issues that people protest about, shine a spotlight on issues, I think that's a very healthy and, in fact, a necessary part of our democracy. It's brought about 
civil rights and other important changes. This isn't what an increase in penalties aimed at. This isn't about uh, you know, criminalising behaviour that wasn't criminal behaviour before. This is absolutely and unapologetically aimed at um, you know, the sorts of things that uh, we might see where people are putting others in danger or harm's way. The party room at a special meeting yesterday to consider this a uh, fairly robust discussion, I understand, with uh, a real split between the left and right wing of the Labor Party as to whether this should be proceeded with. Uh, look, we have healthy debates internally all the time, and yeah, that's something I think is a great, um, a great uh, part of a, a, a political party like the Labor Party. Yeah, we'll have debates discuss different elements of what we're doing. You know, that, that happens on you know, every sitting week that we do that. But yeah, overwhelmingly, and once we lock in, it is the, you know, the Labor Party, South Australian Parliamentary Party's position that we support the changes that we as a government put forward yesterday in Parliament. SA Union's calling for the, the new laws to be immediately halted. Are you taking a risk, the Labor Party, getting your union base offside? Oh, look, yeah, I've, I've had a number of conversations uh, over the last day, as I do every single week with my colleagues in the union movement. You know, I've been a union member for many, many years, and I've participated in recent years in protests organised by the union movement. This isn't what these laws are aimed at. You know, many, many protests that shine a, um, quite rightly, shine a light on what unions are protesting for, better conditions, better pay for their members, are often done with permits from local councils and don't fall foul of the law. Um, you know, this is not aimed at changing what the law is or who comes in the ambit of Section 58 of this Summary Offences Act. This is about making sure that you know, those who would do things that so fundamentally disrupt the way our city operates, but more particularly, Matthew, put others at risk by their actions. Yeah. As we saw dangling from original terrorists, we think that's unacceptable, and that's why we put these laws in. Would you look at revisiting this if it was shown moving forward that protests were curtailed, that people were almost afraid to protest because of these penalties? Not so much Extinction Rebellion, I don't think anything would hold them back, but a, a, a protest on human rights or whatever other issue, and, and people said, well, we, we don't want to take the risk. Would you look at watering them down in the future? Uh, look, Matthew, we, I, I don't think that's going to be the case. As I said, we, we're not actually changing what the uh, the law is. And as I, I myself, you know, in recent years, have taken part in protests you know, with the union movement, Black Lives Matter, other protests, and haven't fallen foul of these laws. And, uh, and you know, nearly everybody who takes part in the protests, whether they're against the illegal Russian invasion of Ukraine yeah. or any other matter, hasn't fallen foul of these laws before. Kai Ma, appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Attorney General here in South Australia.